are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a December 3rd Sunday edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, a writer at LeBronWire.com, former Blazer beat writer, and your host here of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back to the show. It is Sunday. The Blazers played last night at home to the New Orleans Pelicans, or they played the New Orleans Pelicans, excuse me, without Anthony Davis, and they managed to lose that game because DeMarcus Cousins had a monster night, and Portland was unable to slow them down at all, the Pelicans and Cousins, and they lose 123-116 on Saturday night at home. Damian Lillard had 29 points, 8 assists, C.J. McCollum had 17 points, 4 rebounds, and 3 assists. A quiet game from Yusuf Nurkic. Only 8 points on 4 of 11 shooting. And uh, as I mentioned, DeMarcus Cousins with the big night, 38 points. But Etwan Moore also chipped in with 19 points. And Drew Holiday had 17. Also some nice contributions off the New Orleans bench from Darius Miller with 10 And Tony Allen gave them some good minutes with 9 points in 18 minutes. Myers Leonard had uh, a nice statistical performance for the Blazers. He came in, played well uh, against DeMarcus Cousins. uh, And and doing what he normally does against Cousins, helped space the floor, knocked out some shots. Played well, scored 17 points in 16 minutes of action. But... Ultimately, Portland just did not have it in this game. And for the second straight game, they really have underperformed defensively compared to what we have expected of them so far this season. And after having a really impressive road trip where I thought that they looked, you know, they were going to be in the conversation for potentially getting home court in the Western Conference. And I thought that the maturity that they had shown, I thought that the ability to get wins on the road in situations that they hadn't really in years past, the fact that they had won without Alfaruk Aminu, I thought those were all really good signs uh, of what was to come for the Blazers, and perhaps they read into that too much as well, and they just have not really performed the way they've needed to in these last two, getting just really outplayed in both games, both by the, the, the Bucks on Thursday night and then the Pelicans on Saturday night. Portland took care of the ball better, which was which was good for them, but they just, you know, really got outworked on the glass. And Pat Connaughton, even though he hit some three pointers, their starting lineup uh, had another rough game, and uh, they, they played well at the tail end of that road trip. It's still a small sample size, but at this point in the season, that's pretty much all Terry Stotts has to go off of. And uh, this has kind of been the season for the Blazers where they find a rhythm for a little while, they look good for a minute, and then they lose whatever momentum they have, and they're once again searching for 
who they are. And and Dame, CJ, Nurk ha- have been in there regularly, but now they're trying to work Aminu back into the fold. They have not really adjusted to him very well. And now that Aminu's back, we've seen Mo Harkless's role get minimized even further. He only played five minutes last night for the Blazers, and Evan Turner has also struggled. So so while the Blazers had some nice moments on the tail end of that road trip against uh, you know, some Eastern Conference opponents getting important wins, making up for some bad losses that they had at home, these first two games at home against, it should be said, teams with winning records right now in Milwaukee and New Orleans, you know, it definitely, uh, it's a little bit of a buzzkill for how Portland had been playing up to this point, which was a team that had been playing pretty consistent defensively and with Connaughton in there had found a little bit more consistency on the offensive end. And now as we look ahead to uh, what the Blazers have going the rest of this homestand which is is going to be difficult i i do wonder if once again portland might have to to make some changes uh they do get the washington wizards next game which they don't have john wall so they should take care of that but they did play the the same wizards team in washington without john wall and needed to come back from double digits to win that game so it's not as if Portland has uh, an easy game just because the Wizards don't have John Wall. And then they've got the Rockets, who have the best record in the league at this point, or the best record in the West, at least, uh, coming in later on in the week. And, hey, uh, the Blazers, this is, they got their work cut out for them, and while I, I was really excited and encouraged by their play on the end of that road trip, I I am I do have some questions about what the team's look is gonna be moving forward. And and you know, Nurkic is probably gonna have better games. He he did not have a good game against the Pelicans. And and that usually doesn't really happen that often. You know, he he has been pretty active and it's disappointing to lose that game without Anthony Davis in the fold, but Cousins has been that good in years past when he was on the Kings to single-handedly beat the Blazers. He's that good, he's that tough to guard, and sometimes you just can't stop him. And 38 points last night, he was really hard, but after really setting a tone defensively for the first 20 games, they get Aminu back, and for their defense to dip, is, is a little bit discouraging. You know, you don't like seeing that, and, and and maybe it's a little bit of an adjustment period. Maybe they will get back to that defense that they played earlier in the season, but right now, Aminu's return has just not gone very well, and before Aminu got hurt, he was the team leader in plus-minus. He was, you know, a huge difference maker, and the Blazers were playing really well with him on the floor. But right now, they are have to recalibrate themselves once again. They have to figure out who they are with him in the fold again. And I do wonder what that's going to mean for the Blazers and what they're going to have to do moving forward now that Aminu's back. Because, you know, the Connaughton thing, it worked out when it happened on the road trip. But now that you've got more guys... 
it creates a little bit of an issue where Terry Stotts has to make tough decisions and someone isn't going to be happy with their playing time. And right now, while he hasn't really voiced unhappiness since uh, saying that he was not, you know, he was just kind of out there with the other guys uh, watching the Blazers play through three guys a couple of weeks ago when Harkless said that. He hasn't said that since, but you can imagine that he's probably not too happy with the fact that he's not getting playing time and his, his playing time playing time continues to decrease. And uh, I, I guess I have a, a question about what the Blazers do moving forward, and I, I do have one idea about what they can do. But I just wanted to let you know about what we have going on the Locked On Podcast Network. We have all the local angles covered for you in every NBA market, and we also have the NFL covered as we go into the crunch time of that season. So check out everything on the Locked On Podcast Network. And, and, and don't be afraid to check out our Locked On NBA and Locked On NFL podcasts. So back to the question that I had about this Blazers team and what, if any, changes they do moving forward. Now, Terry Stotts is very unpredictable. Terry Stotts, very diligent. I think he, he he's going to be patient with this. He's, he's given guys different looks. He's, he's cycled through lots of different rotations so far this season. He hasn't really, uh, and, and, and mostly because of the Blazers, he hasn't been given real reason to stick with something for an extended period of time because a lot of times they've been inconsistent. Their defense has been solid for the most part, but the night in night out production hasn't necessarily been there from consi- from the same units on a regular basis and some of that has also been due to injury. And one of the questions that I have moving forward here is you know Portland's offense didn't play well at the start of the season. Their defense really carried them. They really needed that defense to carry them because their three-point rate was down. Guys outside of CJ and Dame weren't really hitting three-point shots. I I saw a stat the other day that uh, earlier today, excuse me, that the Blazers shoot 10% better on three-pointers above the break than they do on corner threes, which are actually closer in. And usually the guys that are getting those corner threes, Aminu, Harkless, Evan Turner, Pat Connaughton, you, you know, Connaughton's knocking his down, and and, and that should be said. I, don't, I, I probably shouldn't group him in with those other guys, but the other guys are getting three-point looks, and and. and they're just not hitting down those corner threes, and, and, and maybe that bounces back. But I do wonder, you know, does Terry Stotts have a decision to make here about what's going on in the starting lineup now that Aminu is back? Because now that Aminu is back, it does give the Blazers back one of their better lineups so far this season and a lineup that has not performed better offensively but has been better overall in terms of the point differential, and that is the lineup of CJ, Dame, Harkless, Aminu, and Nurkic. And Portland has been going with Pat Connaughton and Noah Vonley, both players who came back after Aminu, well, both players who got inserted into the starting lineup after Aminu got hurt and Noah was back. Uh, and, and and so the Noah-Nurk combination is another thing that I think they're trying to manage and try and take advantage of that those two guys have have played well together in the past but 
we have six games of sample size now on that starting lineup of CJ, Dame, Connaughton, Vonley, and Nurkic. And they've played six games, 87 minutes, and they've been outscored by almost five points per 100 possessions. They have an offensive rating of 112.3 and a defensive rating of 117.1, which is really, really bad. So that lineup has not performed well defensively. Six games, not a big sample, but the other Blazers starting lineup that I just mentioned, which is the lineup that they started out with before Aminu got hurt, that lineup was actually outscoring teams, performing better defensively, and while they were not performing as well offensively, the balance was a little bit better, and you also just look at the size. You have a couple of guys in Aminu and Harkless who can switch on most things, and you don't really lose anything. You kind of have that balance with CJ and Dame, who have played better defensively, but I think their efforts are accentuated a little bit better when you have better defenders around them. I think when when Dame and CJ are a little bit more locked in, I think overall the defense is going to look better if you have better defenders around them. That that's not I don't think that's I don't think that's groundbreaking logic, but I do wonder if if Stotts is going to go back to that original starting lineup because maybe the the Connaughton experiment with Nurkic and Vonley may just have been kind of a short-term solution for that road trip while they were waiting to get Aminu back. And I, I, I do wonder also from the position of, you know, your overall goals for the Blazers, whether how, how beneficial it is to continue to continue to have Mo on the outside of the rotation. Um, you know, when they've played their best ball, Mo has usually played well over the past two seasons. When they won in the first round a couple of years ago, Harkless was a big reason why. And I think more so than just Harkless individually, I think Harkless in combination with Aminu gives the Blazers a really effective duo and just gives them a lot more options defensively that they just don't really have with other combinations. And and as solid as Connaughton has been on the offensive end, he gives up a lot of size at the three position, you know, being 6'5 and, and not being that big. And and then I think Vonley has has done a nice job too, but I, I, I do think that Aminu can guard the interior almost as well as Vonley. And uh I, I just think the combination play, I think there's also a little bit more chemistry with Aminu and Harkless than, say, Connaughton and Vonley. That I do wonder if Stotts is going to go back to that original starting lineup just because there's a little bit more data there that shows that their defense is strong. And I know that they're trying to find their offensive flow, but I think it's been a little bit disrupted by the play of Evan Turner, who hasn't played well. I, I I do wonder if Stotts goes back to uh, that original starting lineup just because it has been better. It wasn't really available to them in the last couple of weeks. And 
I, I really do think that, you know, maybe they might have to look at another change again. And, and, and I know that I was saying this team was looking like a team that, you know, takes care of business, wins games that they're supposed to. And I still feel that way about that road trip. But this team, I think, needs to settle in a little bit. And and I think that having Aminu and Harkless play together with Damon CJ is ultimately the best look for this team. And as, as solid as Connaughton was in that in that stint, I do think maybe the the Blazers need to get back to what uh, they were doing earlier. And 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 who knows? Maybe maybe this is something that you know Stott saw in practice where he thinks Connaughton is really going to work better, and the spacing has been better, and the offense has been better. Though the numbers bear out that the offense has been better, but I do wonder. You know how important is that when, if you know if, if you can have that solid defense that Portland had, and I think it's tough right now. The Blazers are a flawed team. You know they they're not perfect, and and I think that they're going to have these bouts throughout the season of what works and what's not working, and I think it maybe it's time to go back to Harkless and Aminu because these last couple of games, while you know turnovers were a problem in the Milwaukee game. And they just didn't really have it on the interior against Cousins the other night. You know, that th- those are things that happen from time to time. But I think on the whole, I think their margin for error is a little bit bigger when you have Aminu and Harkless and you can play that good defense. And then, you know, those, those tough shots that CJ and Dame can hit on a regular basis can really be the separation rather than trying to get you back into a game. And that has is been what's happened the last two games, and these have been two home games. And I know some people are saying, "Hey, it's probably you know maybe it's the jerseys, the the the, the red jerseys that that are uh, a little weird red." But um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Stotts changed things up again. And so the Blazers have a couple of days until their next game uh, before they face the Washington Wizards uh, on Tuesday. And that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn FM, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're there. Tell a friend and send in questions if you want me to talk about something. And we will see you later on in the week as the Blazers have two more games left on this homestand, starting with Tuesday against the Washington Wizards. Until then, 